Hey guys, welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I'm your host, Ren, and I am really excited about chatting with my friends that have a story to tell, a dream that they're pursuing. And today, this is episode nine. Today, I got to chat with my friend Mandy. Mandy is a wife and a mother to three, and they just finished a journey to adoption, and they have adopted their little boy. And I know you will be excited to hear their process and their story and just receive encouragement from their journey. Thanks so much for joining me. And don't forget to share this with a friend who might be walking through adoption. And also, you can check us out on our Facebook page and on the Friends of a Feather podcast Instagram. And we are excited that you are here and hope you are encouraged. Thanks, guys. Today, I get to talk with my friend, Mandy. So, hey, Mandy. Hey. I love your story, and I just want others to be encouraged by it. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. And so, first, I want you to just tell us about your family. Tell us who you are, how many kids you have, that whole thing. Okay. So, I'm Mandy Holton. I'm married to Micah Holton. And we will celebrate our anniversary for 13 years of marriage this, uh, wait, tomorrow. Tomorrow. (gasps) Yes. And and we have a nine-year-old Lucy, a six-year-old Anna Claire, and a 19-month-old Graham. Mm. And what y'all might not know is I had the privilege of teaching Mandy's oldest, um, Lucy, and that's how we really kind of met. I think I knew you before, but that's how we met. We had mutual friends. We did. We had a lot of mutual friends, for For sure. For a long time, really. Yeah. I knew knew you from afar for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit, well, and I'll tell you even more, is if, I don't know, y'all might know this, if you're teachers out there and you see Lucy coming up into um, the next grade and Anna Claire coming up in the next grade, you need Mandy Holton as your room mom because that is what she was for me when I taught kindergarten when Lucy was in my class. And so that's kind of how we met. But I want to ask you, how were you led to even the thought or even... um, the process of adoption. Yeah, well, um, it's really funny. I even had adoption on my heart before I met my husband. Um, I remember just thinking, like, just really growing up, you know, like out of high school, into college, and um, a a new Christian. So um, just this whole perspective, this new perspective that I had on life, really, and just thinking like there are there are babies out there that need mommies and daddies, and um, what a special thing to get to be a part of. And just even back then, I mean, I remember even thinking that maybe I wouldn't even have my own babies biologically. Yeah. I wouldn't even, yeah, and. So then, of course, you know, years later, um, I'm dating my husband, um, you know, even before we were engaged and just having conversations about, you know, what we thought the future might behold for us. And um, and one of the things that I told him just kind of went out on a limb to say, like, I would really love to adopt one day. And he was mm-hmm. like, I would really love to adopt one day.
day too. His parents had done foster care and, um, and so that was something that the Lord had put in each of our hearts. Um, and so we, you know, we talked about it and what we thought though, um, was that we would make a plan, you know, like we would make a plan for our future and Mm -hmm. you know how that, we know how that always goes. (laughs) So we thought that we would, um, have three or four of our own biologically. And then we thought that we would later, that we would let them grow up and, and later on we would adopt like when our youngest was like 13 or something. So for a long time, we, we, that was kind of our, our plan. You know, we're going to, we're going to biologically birth three or four and then, um, look into foster care and, and with the hopes of adoption and, so, um, yes, we struggled with infertility, um, really from the get go with even our, um, our first one, we did not get pregnant easy and, um, knew that something was going on, but we never needed anything to help, um, help her be conceived. The Lord just did it in his timing. And, um, and so then, Three years later, Anna Claire comes along, and mm-hmm. we we had really thought that she would be close behind, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so again, we're getting the idea that something's wrong here, but we're not really checking into it because it's happening. It's just right. not happening in our timing. Okay. And so, um, so then after her, we were really anxious. Like you know, we're we're in this parenthood thing, so let's just keep on going and mm-hmm. you know enjoying our babies and. Um, and we just couldn't, um, conceive again. And so after a lot of testing and, um, you know, just the whole, it's like emotional, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just emotional of of the whole thing. And so finally, when our doctors kind of confirmed to us, this was going to be a real slim chance, if any, that we would conceive again. I knew right away, like I, once he told me that I, I really, um, had been praying already during that time of infertility, but really once we heard the words come out of his mouth that, um, that the chances were slim for us to conceive again. Um, so I just immediately started praying like, Lord, I know that you put this desire in my heart for more children. This is not my own desire because raising babies is kind of hard sometimes, you know, like it's, it's like the easy way out really would have been like, okay, we're done. Right. You know, right. Um, but I just still had this desire and, um, really, um, was just praying through that. And my husband was, um, you know, along with me on that, but also just really thinking we may, um, we just may need to keep waiting. And I'm thinking like, okay, it's been at this point, like three, three and a half Mm -hmm. years. And, you know, I'm like, there's no more waiting for me. Like when a door shuts for me, I'm just ready to go through the next one, you know? And and so, um, so then I just started praying. I actually even emailed some of my closest friends and just said, you know, this is, this is what we've just heard. This is where we are. Um, would you just pray that the Lord would put Mike and I on the same page if it's adoption, um, or, you know, seeking IVF, whatever it is that the Lord would put us on the same page for this next phase of our life and this next step that we're going to take. And so anyway, we, I, you know, like I just kind of let it go because this was not something that I wanted to push my husband on, you know, like Mm -hmm. I did not, I honestly, 
have a hand in it. And so my prayer was, Lord, put us on the same page, but mm-hmm. let it not be me. Let it not be my, by my coercion. Let it not be by, you know, him just really wanting to make his wife happy or, you know. And so I just kind of left it alone for a little while. And um, But I did not tell him that I asked my friends to pray. <laughs> that <laughs> hey, that's I sent okay. an email that's to so my funny. friends. Um, I did not tell him that part. And the other thing was just like, you know, adoption was a whole new world for me and for us. And um, we had one friend who had just um, brought two babies into their home through foster care. But we didn't have any immediately close friends who had had gone the adoption route. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, so it was a whole new world and it was scary and it was just unknown, you know? And so, um, in December of that year, um, I don't even know what triggered my husband, but I just know that we were lying in bed one night we were in Disney world and we were just talking, our kids were already, our girls were already asleep. And, and he said, like, we were just, I don't even know. I can't even remember the conversation, but I just remember him saying, I've really been thinking, and I think we need to look into adoption agencies. And I'm like, yes, wow. you know, like finally, you know. Yay. And it wasn't, it wasn't for me, you know. See? Like I, that was the biggest thing. I did not want it to be me bringing it up all the time and me planting that little um, voice in his ear, and you know, mm-hmm. those seeds. Like I just did not want it to be me, and mm-hmm. so, um, and so. That was just something that the Lord placed. And so we sought, um, you know, just really spent a lot of time online um, researching adoption and adoption agencies. And I remember, you know, getting buying some books on adoption. And we are we are praying through this. We're considering adoption for some reason. Local adoption is just something that's on our heart. And then also just the whole ministry behind Life Choices mm-hmm. of um pro-life, you know, Mm -hmm. and really, um, supporting and encouraging, um, birth moms to choose adoption over abortion Mm -hmm. or, um, or just, you know, really helping them through the adoption plan, Mm -hmm. um, and walking with birth moms. I just, I don't know, that was just so sweet to us and, um, just knowing, what a really difficult decision that was for birth moms. And to know that there was this ministry out there that was that was doing, I mean, and they will say, and they told us from the beginning, you know, their, their ministry is not adoption as their primary ministry. Their ministry is ministering to the birth moms who are going, you know, experiencing everything that they're going through with this unplanned pregnancy um, but also, I mean, the greatest thing is saving the life um, mm. of a of a of a baby, and mm. so that just meant a lot to us. Yeah. I remember coming home after that orientation class, feeling um, excited and overwhelmed because you come home with this giant, like I don't even know, like a two inch notebook wow. filled with information and also applications. Um, so that night I remember staying up until like 2 a.m. just reading through that notebook, just Mm -hmm. so excited and, um, waking up the next morning and, um, I, I mean, I got my girls off to Mother's Day out in school and I remember coming right home and looking, you know, searching for our marriage license and, and making copies of our, birth certificates and our, Mm. you know, everything Everything. that we needed, driver's license, uh, social security card, you know, all that stuff. And, um, that afternoon, um, 
pretty, um, pretty hard and heavy hit our family. And I had to just sit all of that down. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so a couple of months went by and, um, and, you know, just walking with my family through this, um, this really hard road and, um, and, and really even thinking like, I don't even know, I don't even know if adoption is even on the plate for us anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm just Mm -hmm. not really sure. And, um, March of 2014 was when we told our girls that we were no longer going to be praying that the Lord would put a baby in mommy's tummy as Mm -hmm. they had been praying for years. Mm -hmm. That was their nightly prayer is that the that the Lord would put a baby in mommy's tummy. And so we told him that wasn't going to be our prayer anymore. And that our prayer from this point forward was that the Lord in his timing would bring us a baby to our family. And we explained to him that it would very possibly be from a different mommy's tummy and not their mommy's tummy. Right. And so that was in March of 2014. And I think and that's really important to do with if you, if you are out there wanting to adopt with siblings that you already have, biological yes. children. That would probably be a really important thing to say. Um, and, you know, another thing that we wanted to explain to them is um, this really, once we told them that we were we were seeking adoption and that the reality of um, that baby being conceived or being already in the tummy of another mommy and knowing because we were going through life choices that it was a crisis pregnancy. We just right then at that, that very night, we started praying from that night forward. We started praying for our baby, not knowing whether our baby was even conceived or maybe even, you know, in the womb already and Mm -hmm. could be, you know, six, seven, eight months pregnant. I mean, we didn't know, you know, and, So, you know, this was just our nightly thing, praying for protection over our baby, praying for that birth mom, praying for her to make, um, you know, the best decision with the Lord's help and, um, and for her baby and also for her body and for her own life and for the plan that God had for her and the plan that God had for this baby. And, um, and so that was our, I mean, we were praying for protection over that baby. We were praying for the heart of that mama and, mm-hmm. and possibly birth dad. And, um, and so fast forward, um, to October of 2014, we had an opportunity to submit our profile and we were approved, um, for adoption at the end of May. And so, October of 2014, we submitted our profile to a birth family and um, found out on October 14th that they chose our family for their baby to be their forever family um, for that baby. And we were, of course, thrilled and overwhelmed and in shock and, you know, because we found out he was going to be born in four weeks. So like, you know, Uh when you're, when you're pregnant, you have nine months to prepare. (laughs) And with adoption, we had four weeks Uh to prepare. And so, um, Four fast weeks, very fast weeks, right? Yes, yes, because in that four weeks, we also fit in another trip to Disney World. Oh my goodness, that's right, I remember that. I do remember that. Wow. So anyway, one of the coolest things um, was just, you know, just seeing how 
the Lord was a part of all of those details and um, and in the end just giving us this perfect and sweet little baby boy and Absolutely. so so would you say that what what would be your biggest truth that you learned that God taught you through that the details that he's just been in every little detail yes yeah. you know um, just the reminder that his plans are greater and better and bigger. And, you know, I think about Ephesians 320 mm-hmm. unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And, and that was, that was this moment for us, you mm-hmm. know, of just, um, we didn't know, we didn't, we didn't know when we stepped into this, we didn't know how long it would be. We didn't know, um, what the background would be. I mean, we kind of went into this whole thing um, open, just wide open. We're, we're pretty much open to almost anything. And um, and just how he knit all of this, all of these details together to, um, to create our family and, you know, to, to complete our family. And I will tell you that one of the details that I love the most is that in that March of 2014, when we began praying and that night that we told our girls that we were going to be adopting and that it would not, that it was probably not going to be that we would have a baby from mommy's tummy, that it was going to be from another mommy's tummy. That was the night that we began praying for protection over that baby. And um, so our baby was born in November. And when we counted back, the night that we went to visit the birth mom in the hospital, I just happened to ask her, um, you know, when, so your due date was exactly when, and, you know, and we were just kind of talking and, and she told me that she conceived in March. Wow. And so that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, that just kind of blew me away mm, of like, Lord, we didn't even know. Mm, honestly, Ren, mm, honestly, mm. let me just tell you how we kind of thought we had it figured out. In September of 2014, we had this major lemon of a car that kept needing everything replaced. And so when we went to go replace it, we were just kind of like, let's just get something cheap, you know, like, let's just get a good deal. That's like, we're always about a good deal. Oh, yeah. And so, um, so we got a, a, a new car that, um, in our minds, we thought we usually keep cars for a really long time, mm-hmm. like six to 12 years mm-hmm. or so. Um, my husband is still driving our 2003 car mm-hmm. from 2003. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and so, like, we were even thinking in September, like, we're we're probably not going to get a baby anytime soon, you know? So we're just going to get something. We're going to get a good deal. We're not even going to think about trying to get mm-hmm. one that will hold three children. We're just right. going to get one that just will get spit it. us good for now. Yeah, just get get through it. Right, yeah. right. And so, like, because we're thinking this is going to be a long time, oh, yeah. you know? Could like they, eight, 18 like, months. Told us, right, like, months. Told us, right, exactly. And, like... Two weeks after we bought that car is when we find out that we're getting a baby. And so now we're all squeezed in this car that I can't barely get all my groceries in. I mean, That's I can't. Hilarious. I'm complaining. I shouldn't. I'm just joking. But That's all that to say, like, we just, you know, that night that we told our girls, we had no idea that mm-hmm. the Lord was knitting together in his mommy's womb. Wow. Not even mm-hmm. knowing that he was being conceived and being time. formed. Around that very, I mean, that very same, I don't know the date, you know, I don't know if it was March 
twentieth or whatever. But right, um, but you know, it, it was, was in, in March. March and so, yeah, That's and huge. so just you know that 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 little realization alone really, really mm-hmm. reminded me and showed me like God, you are so in the details. Before we get back to our conversation, I just wanted to tell y'all something neat that Mandy recently hosted. Um, She hosted a Jesse Tree Ornament Exchange at her home, and we just kind of chat about it a little bit. I just thought that some of you would want to hear about how to do this. I think it would be a great thing to do, and you still have time. It's not quite, quite November yet, but you still have time to maybe get some of this together for your Advent season. So here we go. What I want to talk to you about is this Jesse Tree ornament exchange that you did. And people might not know what a Jesse Tree um, exchange or a Jesse Tree is. So um, what I, the, the best way that I've heard it presented is it's used to tell the story of the Bible from creation to the Christmas story. And, yes. and so tell me how, how you have integrated this with your family. The Jesse Tree about seven years ago when my firstborn was two. Um, I started with her and we just started real simple. Um, we did um, a Bible story each night um, going chronologically through. And in the beginning, um, this was before I knew of anyone who did ornament swaps, um, we made our own ornaments, and mm-hmm. some were really special that I'll keep forever, and mm-hmm. some were not so special <laughs> that we will not keep. <laughs> so, <laughs> Love it. Um, so, you know, and then some were just kind of thrown together at the last minute and would have to be remade next year, you know, just depending right. on, on the night we had. And right. when, my, when my kids were little, um, when they were really little, and my life was a little less crazy mm-hmm. um we would do things like the bible story they would open an ornament and hang the ornament on our jesse tree and then we would um we would do like a little snack and a little craft to kind of mm-hmm. integrate it all together and really make it concrete in their minds mm-hmm. of what the story was about That's and great. so but each night it was I loved it because it was every every night we were for one entire month for twenty five days, we were pointing to the Messiah who was coming. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like that was that was a little bit of excitement for them of like, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting closer, we're on day fifteen, we're on day twenty and five more days and you know, right. in her little mind and their little minds when they were little, we didn't we didn't talk so much about gifts, getting gifts, mm-hmm. as much as we talked about Jesus. Of course, now that they're bigger, they know right what's know, coming. They're getting gifts in five more days. <laughs> but even yeah. in, in knowing that, I love that this every night brings mm-hmm. our family back into the true purpose and meaning of the celebration of Christmas, which is the birth of our Savior. So, right. and um, you, so you start December first. Actually. Uh, ideally, yes. Okay. You start December first. I actually start like within a couple of days after Thanksgiving because, okay. to be totally and completely honest, things are going to happen. 
Christmas is crazy, you right. know, like all those days we try to do all these different programs and things, and there sure. will be some nights that we will miss. Right, okay. And so I like to get a head start. I like that. Um, and, you know, and then on some nights um, we may skip if we need to, or some nights we may have like two that we yes. can do in one night. You know right, what I mean? right, so okay, I like that. Early, yeah, I mean, the, things the are going to happen. Thing, Right. The most important thing is that you are completing it on Christmas Day. Right. You know, right, right. right. That's, that's okay. important. Okay. So. Okay. Good. Okay. I like that. Okay. So you start right after Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving and you know you have 25 days coming. So tell me, how did you think of this exchange? Like, I, you know, we've done scarf exchanges. We've done ornament exchanges. We've done Dirty Santa. You know, everybody brings something silly or whatever and you exchange. I'm like, this is fabulous. What a yes. great idea. Yes, well, it was Go not my idea. you. Well, you you <laughs> carried it out. I love that. Well, thank you. No, it was not my idea. I had uh, I participated in one a couple of years ago, okay. and I've heard. Um, I, I mean, the Jesse tree has been around for years and years and years, right. and so I don't know who originally started the idea, but when I heard about it, I knew that I wanted to do it, and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, this year, we, we just did ours last week, so this is October, I think we did it on October 23rd, is when we had the exchange, Okay. Um, which I think is key, because... Mm-hmm. Um, the past two years, honestly, I've been trying to do one, but I kept waiting too late. And then my mm-hmm. life was crazy right. to, make, to sit down and make 26 ornaments mm-hmm. on top of, um, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Other people to do that during the holiday season, gotcha. which is going to be too crazy. So yeah. this year, I determined in my mind that um, in August, I think, is when I originally sent out the idea. I just put it out on social media and invited people to join. And, um, I mean, I think it was just a little over 24 hours before we got it, our whole list filled up for uh, 25 ornaments to be made plus one really sweet handmade um, or hand-drawn um, guide that you can kind of have next to your tree that and you know that kind of references which story you're doing each night and let me tell you i have never been so grateful to get on facebook at the right time in my life <laughs> let me just tell you because i was going down and i was like oh jonah and the whale ding 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 Rin, yes. that is mine because i yes. thought okay I, I can be creative but not necessarily with art. So I thought, okay, I can do, I can do the whale, even though in the Bible, we know it's not a whale, it's a big fish, but we going to yes. do a whale. Well, and your whale <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're sweet. You're sweet. I was just so thankful. I jumped on there at the right time. Cause you never know. Cause once you, you know, sometimes you jump on and it's too late. So I was glad I got in the 24 hour window that it booked yes. up, but it was great that everybody was so excited about it and signed up so quickly. Yes. I mean, that's awesome. Yes. Okay. Yes. So tell me the details. How did, so you got on social media in August mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you, where'd you go from there? I just threw out the idea. I kind of gave a little quick um, rundown of what the Jesse tree is, the meaning behind it, and what it's meant to our family. And um, and then I just, you know, kind of laid out the details of, like, you're going to need to make um, – you're going to need to choose a Bible story, mm-hmm. make 26 of the same ornament, mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, I gave the sizes. It needs to be between two to four inches. It needs that. to be something that will last for mm-hmm. years to come. Mm-hmm. It needs to be something that will hang, mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. know, all those details. And, um, and then I just put out a list, like, you yeah. know, number one through 25 with all the stories so people could pick which Bible story they wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. um, and just as people would message me, you know, they would claim their story. They would say, I want mm-hmm. creation or you, I want Jonah in the well. Right. And, um, and I just, you know, filled in the list and, um, and then from there we created our own private little group. Um, so that anybody could ask questions because there were several people who had never done the Jesse tree before or had never, maybe had done the Jesse tree, but had never done it with ornaments. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and Voskamp, uh, for years have, and other people also have, um, a, a sheet that you can print off and cut out these little square yes. pieces of paper and you can color, the kids can color the mm-hmm. ornament. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people had done that, but had never had a set of ornaments. Right. So, um, so, you know, creating a group for just our, our people who were making the ornaments was helpful. People asked questions and mm-hmm. asked for ideas or, um, you know, it was a good way for me to motivate and remind people as mm-hmm. the date got close to when we were swapping, I knew I needed to start reminding people of like, okay, next week we're going to be meeting and four days we're going to be meeting. Yes. And I had so many people who said, I'm so glad that you got on there and reminded us because I didn't realize it had already come up on us so quickly yes. and I didn't yes. get started. So Yes, that was um, me. <laughs> I was two weeks out and I was like, ooh, I better get started. And I love... The people that posted, it was like two days before, and they were like, oh, I'm just now starting. I was like, oh, bless you. I love how real these women are. You know, I was like. <laughs> well, so. what was funny, it was on the night that we all met to exchange, one of my friends said, these are actually hot off the press, <laughs> and she had just finished them in the car on the way there oh my goodness I love that see I love that we're being real I love it well and I love that that um I mean really it really didn't cost us that much money if you think about this set of 26 ornaments we did 25 for the days and then one was for the person who did the guide for us but 26 ornaments you know 25 30 bucks and you get all these right. ornaments just, I mean, the money yes. was toward your own ornament and what you what you put into it. So I think it was right. a great idea. I think if people want to do this with their kids, tell me the idea also about where now you are doing another Jesse Tree ornament exchange, but you're not hosting yes. it, but it's at someone else's house. Tell me the reasoning yes. why you're doing it again. <laughs> yes. Well, I am doing it again um, for a few reasons. One, I have three children, and I do have three sets. Um, now of ornaments, but when I originally started seven years ago, I did a different plan, a different Bible reading plan, and so all of my ornaments are not going to go with the plan that I'm now using, which is Unwrapping the Greatest Gift by Ann Voskamp, which is the sweetest book, by the way. It's and, beautiful, too. Yes, it is so beautiful. It's the wonderful. illustrations are beautiful. The writing is beautiful. Yes. Your children will love it, and I love at the end of the book, too, that um, at the end of every story, um, it helps you to bring it down with your kids as far as application. There's questions mm-hmm. and things like that to discuss if your kids are old enough to do that. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, um, so I want 
three sets mm-hmm. um, so that each night all three of my children will have an ornament to hang. Oh, on gotcha, gotcha. Because oh yeah, in the past when I didn't have um, one for each of them, mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. crying. Yeah, usually, yeah, yeah. That I they can... didn't get to hang it that night, even sure. though we would alternate. Okay, tonight's your night. Right, tonight's right. It's night. still they still would get their feelings hurt because right. they love this tradition. And I love so that. that's one thing. Um, also, I thought that it would be really sweet. I don't know, you know. At some point, I'll, I'll keep doing them. Every time I find or hear of someone mm-hmm. doing an exchange, mm-hmm. I will participate because mm-hmm. I would love to one day just have a set and um, be able to give it away as a gift, you love know, that. so that someone else can be atten- intentional. Maybe, you know, like. To be honest, I mean, the Jesse tree could be overwhelming to someone who really uh-huh. doesn't know a lot about it. Thinking uh-huh. about having to come up with 25 ornaments, you uh-huh. got to buy the book. Uh-huh. And then for some people who don't do family worship every night, you know, like the idea of coming together every single night can be mm. overwhelming. Mm. But if you would get it all together for someone, if someone uh-huh. came to me and said, hey, here's this book and here's all the ornaments and here's everything you need. Yep. And I had never done it before. I would be like. Oh my word, this is the greatest gift ever, mm-hmm. you know? So I would love to one day be able to do that also. And then we had um, we had a lady here um, for our exchange who is one of my dear friends. She used to be my neighbor, and um, she doesn't even have little ones. Hers mm-hmm. are in college and wow. one out of college. Uh-huh. None of her children are not married, but... She wanted to hold on to these because this is a tradition she wants to start with her grandchildren, whenever that may be. Wow. You know? I mean, she doesn't even have grandchildren on the radar right now. Her gotcha. But, gotcha. Um, you know, she knows that she's going That's to have grandchildren future. one day. And so that she is wanted great. to hold on to those for her one day, her future grandchildren, which I love because, mm-hmm. you know, Scripture talks about telling the next generation mm-hmm. and telling your children and your children's children. And I love so, that. Um, that. I mean, you know, I might start mm. collecting for my grandchildren too. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> that's an awesome. And it's really fun, like, to get all these creative ornaments. You uh-huh. know, so, I mean, all handmade. That's the that's the best. I love yeah, that. I can't and that's wait. What we talked about too. That's what I was telling everybody here was like how special it was to me that mm-hmm. everybody in that room meant something to me, and mm. and so you know, like every single ornament was handmade by somebody that I loved, and that oh. means the world. That is huge. I love that. Well, I love that it yeah. was all different people that, because I was looking at the list and I was like, these, some of these people I don't know. I was like, I love that. I love, I mean, yeah. even as an yeah. introvert, I love the fact that, you know, and then I knew, I knew some that I taught school with or some, you right. know, or parents right, right. Of, of kids I taught. And I'm like, oh, so I hate that I couldn't come, but that's awesome. Well, in the book that we're talking about is Ann Voskamp, Unwrapping the Greatest Gift. And I actually have, um, the past three years, I think I have read her devotional just for adults that's called the greatest gift and it is fabulous it's the one devotional that i go back to during advent it's always Uh what i go back to so then if you're doing that on your own and then you do this with your kids um, or you do this one with with you know by yourself it is it is definitely a gift i mean it's called unwrapping the greatest gift but it is it is so meaningful, and so I'm just so glad that you put it on Facebook that day so that I saw it and, and wanted to do it. I just think that is awesome. Wow. I'm 
just so grateful. I can't wait to get the ornaments. I wasn't able to go that night, but I can't wait to get them and then start it after Thanksgiving. Have them all ready. I mean, what a blessing that's going to be. So thank you for taking the initiative on that. I love that. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for participating. And that's the thing. Like, who wants to make 26 different ornaments? That would be so much more costly, so much more time-consuming. It would take... It would just take so much. So mm-hmm. I'm appreciative that 25 other people signed up so that I don't have to make them all on yeah. my own. Yeah, you know? yeah. And how much, I mean, just much more meaningful it is that, I mean, we all go to ornaments exchange, ornament exchanges. We all go to scarf exchanges or sock exchanges or whatever. How neat to do this. What a great right. idea. Love it. Yeah. Love yes. it. Yes. It was very sweet. Love it. Well, thanks so much, Mandy, for coming on. I really appreciate it so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to my conversation with my friend Mandy about her family's adoption and also the Jesse Tree Ornament Exchange that she just hosted recently. I would love if you would share this episode with a friend and we'll see you next time. Thanks guys.